Male Lion Coalitions. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and this is episode 318 of the podcast. Now, when people come on Safari, one of the big draw cards from a sighting point of view is always a male lion. Giraffes, zebra, uh, even leopard and elephant. These things are, people want to see them, but there's something about a big male lion that just, you, you, you have to see it, you can't look away. And often, I've been on safari, and we would have had some amazing lion sightings, females and cubs and big prize of just females, but people want to see a male lion. I think it's the way they look, but also the behavior of the male lion and how it fits into the pride also becomes way more interesting the moment you put them together. So in this podcast, Trevor's going to share some details and some insight into male lion coalitions. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Trevor McCall-Pete, and I'm from Wild Eye. In this podcast, I wanted to discuss uh, the lion dynamics, but specifically around male lions and male lion coalitions. Now, animal behavior has always been something that I've been really, really interested in, and particularly around male lions. Now, um, obviously, dynamics in male lions and prides, obviously, out of all the big cats, lions are the only ones that have the family unit, which is called a pride. Um, it does vary from area to area. Um, so what I want to share with you all today is my experience with male lions and coalition of male lions. Um, and we're going to start from scratch. So um, within a pride, you've got a group of females. Generally, they're all related, sisters, aunts, and whatnot. And when litters are born, normally a lioness will have anything between one and four cubs. Um, and... Out of those, I mean, it can be all females, can be all males, can be a mixture, obviously. Um, but the males that are born with inner pride, they, from a very young age, already start to form quite a strong bond with one another. Even if it's um, brothers from the same mother or um, cousins, you know, so uh, males, well, cubs with other cubs um, within the pride that are roughly around the same age. Um, they all start to play and interact and form a very strong bond. Within lions, there's something that we call allo-grooming, which is what lions do to reassure the bond within um, the pride. And with the females that are lactating and feeding cubs, there's also something called allo-suckling. Um, this means that uh, any cub will feed from any mother as long as they are lactating. So normally with male lions, they'll stay within the pride for roughly, I would say anywhere between two and a half and three and a half years of age. Uh, during this period, they are well protected by the females, um, as well as by the dominant males in the area, which are normally their fathers. Um, it can be quite a dangerous period for them, um, especially when they are young cubs. Uh, the lionesses do have den sites, same as uh, other big cats like leopards, um, where they will stash away the cubs either in very dense vegetation or rocky outcrops. And um, from my experience, they've females have been known to leave the cubs in one spot for two days before returning. 
so you can imagine the danger that these uh, cubs face. You know, there's things like snakes um, along river systems. There's things like elephants, um, crocodiles, hippos, um, baboons, other predators like hyenas, leopards, other lions. Um, so there's a lot of different um, dangers for them. And obviously, as these cubs develop and get older, it becomes um, a little bit more dangerous for them because they start to build in confidence. So when mom leaves them at a den site, they start to explore their surroundings a bit more. Um, they play with each other a lot more. And especially when they're playing, they're not really noticing their surroundings. So um, if there is any other danger or threat in the area, um, it can be very, very dangerous for the youngsters. Um, but as they get older, uh, they do start to join the lionesses on the hunt. Obviously, they add strength, um, but they also learn the whole um, process of hunting and the tactics used by the lionesses to hunt and to catch prey. Um, it is said, well, many people believe that it's only lionesses that hunt and kill and the males um, because they protect the females, the males just come along and feed. That's actually not true. Uh, through my experience, the dominant males in a pride will actually spend between 70 and 80% away from the pride members. This means that for that time, they're out on patrol. They're making sure that no other lions are coming into their territory. Um, and it also means that they have to hunt for themselves. Um, they do scavenge from other predators as well. Uh, but if they are with the lionesses and the lionesses uh, take something down, the males will obviously go in and feed. Um, but the males will also assist in hunting, uh, especially in areas where you have prides that specialize in hunting specific prey animals such as buffalo um, or giraffe, so larger prey. Um, because you can imagine if you've got a pride of 10 lions, and they kill a male impala. A male impala weighs 65, 70 kilograms, um, which isn't enough for all the all the pride members to have a full belly. So they have to hunt larger prey. Uh, so when the males are around, they definitely do add value um, from the point of view where they will assist in bringing down things like buffalo um, and giraffe and even some areas, um, elephants. So um, they do play a very important role, uh, but getting back to the youngsters, um, the youngsters will then obviously go on these hunts with lionesses and help in terms of hunting. Often they spoil opportunities because they don't have the patience uh, that the, the adults have. Um, so they tend to be spotted a lot easier by the prey items and um, spoil the hunts. Um, but from about two and a half to three and a half years of age, they start to develop their mane, um, they start to develop in size, um, and they start to pose a threat to the dominant males, which are their fathers. Um, and this is normally the time where they get pushed out of the pride. Uh, and, you know, areas that I've worked, you know, the Kruger area, Sabi Sands, Timbavati, um, the coalition sizes have been quite large. They range, they range anywhere between one male and six males. Uh, so you can imagine if there's six young males, all roughly between two and a half and three and a half years of age, they pose a massive threat to the current dominant males. Um, for example, if they two or three, 
um, it then becomes a num- numbers game. So the, the, the males, the, the dominant males generally push these youngsters out um, and these youngsters then become nomadic. Um, so what I mean by that is they pretty much uh, move out of the territory, move out of uh, the safety of the pride and their mothers and they head off into other areas of the reserve and they literally try and avoid any other line at all costs uh, because they still young and they don't have the confidence they don't have the power um, they hear a male line calling they literally turn and they walk in the opposite direction and it's a very very difficult time for them because they've now suddenly got to protect themselves um, you know if it's a male line on its own it becomes even more difficult but you know in some cases we've seen where three four five different young males have all been pushed out together which obviously makes it a little bit more comforting for those young males. Um, but like I said, they don't have the confidence yet. So they, they try and avoid other, other male lines at all costs. They'll scavenge from um, hyenas, they'll scavenge from leopards, um, and they literally just try and stay out of the way for the following two years of their life. So when they reach anything between four and a half, five and a half, six years of age, this is where they start to come into their prime. This is where um, their muscles are filled out, their manes have started to get larger. And the more dominant a male lion becomes, the darker his mane, his mane is because the testosterone levels uh, in his body are a lot higher. So what, you get, what happens then is it's very seldom that male lions will return to the area that they were born. Um, and the reason for this is in such large parks and reserves, these male lions can travel hundreds of kilometers um, by the time they reach, um, they reach their prime. Uh, and they will then start to look into areas where there's a good opportunity for them to establish themselves and create a territory for themselves. So um, they're very aware, obviously, lions, the way that they communicate. There's a lot of ways that they communicate. I think there's a lot of ways that... Um, us as humans don't understand or don't notice. Um, the biggest one is obviously calling. Uh, so, you know, when male lions move around and they're looking to find a territory, they'll listen out for, <clears throat> excuse me, for other males calling. They'll identify how many males are calling in a specific area, what their odds are, um, and then they'll move into that area, challenge those current dominant males and try and take over. Um, and this can be very, very brutal. You know, a male lion's life isn't an easy life at all. Um, this period leading up to them becoming dominant, like I said, they've got to do all the hunting for themselves. So um, it is difficult for them. Some of them do get caught by bigger males and are killed. Um, some of them, when they are taking over a new territory um, in battle, will get killed as well. So it's no easy task to take over a new territory. Um, but the whole purpose of a male's li- of a male lion's life and a coalition is to establish a territory, have as many females in their territory as possible, so as many prides um, of of lions in their territory, and obviously mate with as many females as possible, and hold that territory for as long as possible, so that they can spread their genetics. Their whole purpose is to spread their genes. So once they've established a territory. 
um, and they have females, they'll try and keep those females and their territory for as long as possible. And now talking about a coalition of, of lions, obviously the more males there are, the better the chance is that they'll defend their territory and the better chance they'll have at having a larger area um, to set up territory. So if I look at my experience in the Sabi Sands, when I first started in the Sabi Sands, there was a coalition called the Majingalon males and there was four of them. Um, they were all big, strong, powerful in the prime of their life. They had about four or five different prides of females inside their territory. So what happens once they've established this territory and they have females is that they have to patrol. And I mentioned earlier that they spend majority of their time away from the females. Um, and it's actually not very often that you will see all the males of the coalition together. And the reason for that, especially with a number of four male lines, is that they've got such a big territory that they constantly need to patrol their territory. So when they, when they split up and they move, they obviously scent marking, so they're urinating, they're letting other lines know that this area belongs to them. They roar, um, so they call to the human ear that can be heard up to five miles, which is about eight kilometers away. Um, and the whole purpose of that roaring is to, similar to the scent marking, let other male lines know that this area belongs to them. Um, but it's also a form of communication. So these male lines will call to each other and um, it's a way of letting each other know where they are um, and what areas they've covered on their patrol. Uh, and also within, within those prides, you often find that males have... Um, favorite prides that they like to hang out with. I remember we had a pride called the Solala Pride and one of the Majingalon males was literally always found with the Solala Pride. So he loved their company, he hung out with them most of the time. Um, when it comes to mating rights, now out of the four male lines, out of the four Majingalon males, there was one which we called the Dark Mane. So I mentioned earlier the higher their testosterone levels, the more dominant um, the male line is. Um, so he was dominant over his three brothers. And essentially this means that he's got mating rights. But now if you think of it, if a, if a coalition of four male lines has three, four, five different prides of females, it's very difficult for the dominant male to be with all the females at once, especially when they're coming into estrus and they want to mate. So what you'll typically see is that these lionesses will mate with multiple males, not just the most dominant male. And what that means is that those cubs then have a higher success rate at survival um, because the, all the four males have mated with that lioness. Um, when a lioness comes into estrus, it normally lasts for about four to five days. And it's very seldom after one bout of mating. And when I say one bout of mating, I'm talking about four to five days. So when they mate, they mate roughly every 20 minutes. Um, so that comes to roughly 50 times a day, 250 times over a five-day period. So it's, it's very seldom that she'll fall pregnant after the first bout. It normally takes roughly between 1,000 and 1,500 attempts of mating for a lioness to fall pregnant. So she'll come into heat four times on average before she falls pregnant. 
So in an area like this where you've got four different males, they're all moving around, they're all marking territory, um, they're spending time with different females um, and different pride members. And during this, the females will tend to mate with all four males. Um, and what that does is just um, ensure security for those cubs when they are born because all those males then think that the cubs belong to them. And, you know, the funny thing is we've seen it where a lioness has mated with um, three out of the four males over an eight-day period. So it is also possible, studies have shown, that it's possible that in that example, if that lioness had three cubs, they could have three different fathers, which is crazy. It's mind-blowing to think that. So um, it's very... It's very, very interesting the whole process of how it works and how the dynamics work. And essentially, you'll find that when a coalition is in control of a specific territory, it normally lasts for anything between three to five years, depending on how successful they are and depending on the reserve and depending on um, the number of other male lines in the area. Um, so their reign is quite short and it actually is a very, very difficult life for a male lion. If you think of everything I've mentioned from the day that they are born up until now, um, when they are mating with females and reproducing and having offspring, it is a challenge. Um, there's constantly other males that are putting them under threat. They're coming into their territory, they're testing the waters, they're testing the strength of the coalition, they're seeing if they can take over the area. Um, this often comes in the form of roaring, um, but also can come in the form of fighting. Um, and when male lions, because it's such an intense life for them, um, when male lions start to get older, it's very similar to, to all animals actually. The older you get, as soon as you start, um, well, as soon as you stop eating as regularly, your body condition deteriorates quite rapidly. And because these animals are patrolling so much and potentially not being able to hunt as much as possible, their condition does start to deteriorate. They're not as strong as they used to be. Um, and this then starts to allow um, other males to put pressure on them. Younger, stronger, fitter, um, healthier lions will then move in and they'll challenge these males for dominance. And one of two things happen. Either the dominant males um, want to protect themselves and they run and they head for the hills and they become nomadic males um, and it becomes more difficult for them because they have to then hunt for themselves or with their coalition um, but it isn't as easier for them because they are older so they can't take as big a risks in terms of hunting they can't um, take a risk of injury um, so it is actually quite sad in that a lot of the time their body condition deteriorates so much that they then eventually um, pass away of age. But in some circumstances, you have it where the dominant males who have reigned an area for, like I said, anything between three to five, six years, um, haven't lost a fight. You know, they've been successful and they've defended their territory and they've protected the prides within their territory so in their mind they're undefeated and you get these young males who come in and try and challenge them and in um, the dominant male's mind he's undefeated so he challenges them back but he may not necessarily have the strength um, to to beat the young male 
um, and it is absolutely brutal. I mean, you you can go onto YouTube and you can Google it and you can see how brutal it actually is um, because it is life or death. Um, young males will move in and they will kill um, they will kill those males if they aren't strong enough or vice versa. Um, so it is an absolutely brutal life for a male lion. You know, we head out on safari and majority of the time we sit and we watch um, lions pass out sleeping, um, especially during the heat of the day. And we think that, you know, these big majestic male lions, all they do is they pass out, they sleep, they don't do anything. When in actual fact, it's the other way around. They walk miles in an evening when we lying in bed fast asleep, they're calling, they're marching, they're marking territory, um, patrolling, they're meeting up with females, they're meeting up with each other, um, and it is a very, very intense life for a male lion. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the, the short of it. It is an incredible, um, it is an incredible life that they lead, um, and you know, I just want all of you, next time you're on safari, and you see a male lion and he maybe he is passed out sleeping. Just remember this and remember what I've spoken about. It is an extremely tough lifestyle to have. Um, and I certainly have a lot of respect for male lions and what they go through. Just through the experience that I've seen and what I've witnessed out in the field. Um, and yeah, that's about it from my side. I hope that this was informative and gives you a little bit more knowledge into the life of a male lion um, and what they endure um, from being a cub right up until um, they are dominant and eventually pushed out of their territory or killed off by younger males. Um, so that's it from my side. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, I'm going to say goodbye. Cheers. Mm -hmm.